On today's episode of From the Jump, we will discuss Zion Williams' injury. We will talk franchise tag not being placed on Le'Veon Bell. And did Manny Machado sign a $300 million deal? Listen up! It's From the Jump. Saquon Barkley, can we have your autograph? No problem. Grab your Pepsi Unreal Rookie Deal today, only at Circle K. Whoa, man, we are streaming live right now in the FTJ Lounge. We are streaming live right now in the FTJ Lounge, man, and it's a great honor and privilege to be with you today, man. I've been sick for the past couple of days, and it just feels so good to be back on air, man. E, E, what up, baby? E hit me the other day and was like, bro, until you get your sickness together and all that, I ain't hollering at you. <laughs> e, what up, man? Hey, the sickness over, bro. We back in the studio, man. We back in FTJ Lounge. Of course, we got a lot to talk about on today's show, and of course, we'll, we'll start off today's show talking about the number one team in the country, Duke Blue Devils, who took on North Carolina yesterday and was defeated 88-72. Now, who scored what, what happened in the game doesn't even matter at this point. Of course, we all know Zion Williams' shoe kind of like ripped from beneath him. Y'all take a listen. Usually, that's the North Carolina Tar Heels. Slipping and injured is Zion Williamson. Back the other way, a layup for Cam Johnson. And 36 seconds into the game, Zion Williamson is down. He blew through his shoe. Yeah. Now, after watching this play over and over and over and over and over and over and over again, I felt really bad for Zion Williams in that moment. And that was the moment right there where I said, he got to shut it down. He got to call it quits. This will be the end of Zion Williams' NCAA basketball career. Now, I know a lot of people want to see him proceed. I know a lot of people want to see him compete in the NCAA tournament. I know a lot of bracket heads, of course, myself being a dookie. I want to see him compete. But at this point right now, Zion Williams needs to shut it down now. I said from the very beginning, I said from the very beginning, I said from the very beginning that this was bad news written all over it. I know at the end of the day that Zion Williams is a good kid. I know at the end of the day Zion Williams wants to hoop. I know at the end of the day Zion Williams wants to put on a show every single time that he's on the floor. But I said from the very beginning this situation didn't look good at all because now you're playing with house money. You're the number one pick. From this point going forward, you can only fall and everybody else behind you or that's below you can only rise. And I felt like him playing this year in the NCAA basketball season was going to be a huge question mark. We know what he was going to do. We know that he was going to dominate. And again, Zion Williams right now is averaging 21, 8, and 2. So again, I don't want to sit here and say that he's not having a good season because he is. A lot of guys in his position, knowing that they would be the number one pick, typically wouldn't have a strong performance and a strong season like he's having this year. Clearly the Naismith player of the year. Probably if he continued to play, probably would have won a national championship with the Duke Blue Devils. Again, is going to be the number one pick overall. But as I said, after watching this play over and over and over and over and over again last night, and of course, Mike Krzyzewski said it was a mild knee sprain. Take a listen. You know, the very first thing is just to address that. It's a mild knee sprain. Uh, the knee is stable. Uh, we don't know how long he'll be out. I mean, I'm not going to say Coach K didn't sound apprehensive in his quote, but I mean, what I will say in regards to this Duke situation, if you're Zion Williams, you got to really look at this situation at this point going forward. Like, do I really want to play? Do I really want to play? And if so, how bad do I really want to play? And does the NBA mean that much to me? That's the third and most important thing. Do I really want to play for the rest of the season? How bad do I really want to play the rest of this season? 
And is my NBA future more important than winning a college championship? That's the question that Zion Williamson is going to have to answer. And I'm not upset either way. E, I'm not upset either way because at the end of the day, that's his decision. So if he decides to come back and play, come on. At the end of the day, I want another championship. Coach K needs six. We're trying to catch Wooden. I mean, of course, as like I said, as a Dookie, I would want him to play, but you got to take your own career in your own hands, straight up. But now switching over from college basketball to the NFL, the Pittsburgh Steelers will not place a franchise tag or the transition tag on all-pro running back Le'Veon Bell. This was coming from a report that Kevin Colbert told reporters on Wednesday. Now, he says that Le'Veon Bell is still a great player, but he ultimately feels like they cannot afford to put any more franchise tags on that type of player. Now, of course, Le'Veon Bell took the Twitter and said, free at last, free at last, thank God almighty, I'm free at last. Now, of course, the Pittsburgh Steelers, had they put Le'Veon Bell on another franchise tag or the transition tag, he still would have been paid $14.5 million. And, of course, the Pittsburgh Steelers right now are moving on. Again, as we all know, most notably, Antonio Brown has asked for a trade. They chose not to pay Le'Veon Bell last season. And see, Le'Veon Bell was smart by ultimately not playing last season because of the fact that, again, he would have been on the franchise tag. Though he would have got paid that base salary of $14.5 million, At the end of the day, that does not guarantee him long-term. Again, Le'Veon Bell ultimately wants to play football, for one. But two, wants to be in a secure situation. Again, Le'Veon Bell's a running back. Running backs typically don't, you know, have longevity in this league, if you will. And again, we saw when Le'Veon Bell is on the field, he's very productive. Again, the last time we saw Le'Veon Bell on the field, 1,200 yards on the ground, 600 yards in the air. This guy is a dual threat, can block, can catch it, can run it, can do a lot of different things. And again, he's only 25 years old, and he basically set out a whole year of football. So you know he's fresh. And again, we like to talk about fresh running backs. Remember what we saw with the Los Angeles Rams when Ty Gurley kind of was injured? Of course, Ty Gurley started out strong, but as the season wind down, Ty Gurley started to get banged up. And we saw when C.J. Anderson, albeit hadn't been playing, came off the bench and was able to do you know, wonders for that Los Angeles Rams offense. So again, Le'Veon Bell is going to have a lot of suitors. Again, this, you know, ultimately this season, he's going to be a free agent. So the Raiders, it's a lot of teams right now that are looking for running backs and potentially Le'Veon Bell could potentially fill that void for that team. But as I said, the Pittsburgh Steelers will not franchise tag or transition tag Le'Veon Bell. But don't go anywhere. Up next on From the Jump, we'll talk Kyrie Irving's apology to LeBron. Of course, I'll give you a sports news update. And on today's edition of the wrap-up, Manny Machado signed a $300 million baseball contract. Stay tuned. It's from the jump. Crazy, right? That's a tattoo, though. You want to get that? Hulu has live sports. Really? Yeah, it's in my contract. It's in the contract. Can we at least change the font? If you want to be sued. Well, what if it's coming out of a dragon's mouth? Well, <sighs> exactly. No dragons, no mouths. None of that. We could do like a tough dolphin splashing yeah, like, out. How large? Uh, yeah. Oh. How much are they paying you? Hulu has live sports. Travis! What's up? Do you mind? Not at all. Groom your beard with Old Spice beard stuff. Good to be with you on this big Thursday, man. We are live right now in the FTJ Lounge after the advertisement break. Shout out to Spotify. Shout out to SoundCloud. Shout out to YouTube. Everybody that's streaming us right now, man, hosting our show. And we appreciate it, man. Thank y'all for listening, man. Without y'all, man, we, we you know what I'm saying? None of this would be possible. 
So shout out to y'all. But you know we got to give you some quick sports updates. Of course, LeBron James, speaking to the media, said that his playoff mode, zero dark 30, if you will, has been activated. That I've been under 500 going to the All-Star break. I don't remember the last time. So, now unfortunately for me, because I don't like to do it at such an early time, I'm a little bit different. Um, but it's been activated, so look forward to seeing what we can do. Damn right, LeBron, your zero dark 30 better be activated. Look. After eight straight consecutive NBA Finals appearances, if y'all don't make the playoffs this year, E, <coughs> uh, Magic Johnson may not have a job next season. Golden State Warriors head coach Steve Kerr said he believes that they will increase DeMarcus Cousins' minutes. Now, he says that, of course, DeMarcus Cousins, albeit, you know, kind of returned a slight bit early from his injury and, of course, started off playing great. He's averaging 13-6 and six right now. Of course, the big man center for the Golden State Warriors. Again, they're going to need him coming down the stretch, going into the playoffs, coming down the stretch of a season. Want to make sure your big man is healthy. Again, you know, he came back a little bit early. All-star break, albeit, was a little bit over a week. So he had some time to rest, recover, not necessarily play basketball. We definitely will watch out for DeMarcus Cousins and see if his minutes increase. But as I said, head coach Steve Kerr has said that DeMarcus Cousins' minutes will increase for the Golden State Warriors. Now, E, you want to laugh? Now, apparently they said that in Athens, Georgia tonight, a fan, they said apparently a Bulldogs fan threw a toy on the court after the game was tied, which ultimately caused a technical foul, which ultimately gave Mississippi State a free throw, which he would hit. I ultimately believe that when, you know, these fans come to these basketball games, that there should be some type of like barricade type thing around where the players are and where the fans ultimately sit, just because of the fact that I feel like there's a danger zone there. You don't know what the toy could have been filled with. You don't know what that fan's intent of throwing the toy is. And of course, the big news that everybody has been talking about today, Zion Williams injured his knee last night. And of course, Coach K said it'd be a mild knee sprain. And again, his timetable is set for a TBD, which means that uh, it's a question mark. But as I said earlier, I mean, again, e, I feel like my man should sit out. Personally, just, it's just me talking. Kyrie Irving speaking with Rachel Nichols says that he made a phone call to LeBron James earlier this year. So ultimately apologize in his part and well his departure rather from Cleveland because he ultimately said that he didn't want to address it while he was in Cleveland. Yeah, y'all take a listen to some sound clips that Kyrie Irving said in speaking with Rachel Nichols. A bunch of young men in our locker room that feel like they're capable of doing a lot more than what they're doing. And that's okay. But there's a maturity that you have to have. There's a professionalism that you have to really showcase every single day. You know, Terry Rozier is a you know, he played in the playoffs. He did extremely well. Coming back, that's a natural competition that me and him have. Like, it's just, it is what it is. Like, I have no regrets in terms of any decision that I made, you know, going about my individual journey and what I want and foresee for my career. And yeah, apologizing, that was a, a step for me just to move forward in my life. Now, of course, after listening to Kyrie Irving talk with Rachel Nichols, anytime you hear anybody talk about, you know, their feelings and anybody, you know, say that they apologize and they're able to move forward from a situation, you know, that's ultimately what you want is that ultimately inner peace, but ultimately that mental peace of moving on from a situation. And again, I don't want to put it all on Kyrie Irving because, again, and, and Kyrie Irving should have put it all on himself because it was LeBron, too. Don't get it confused. Kyrie Irving at that point was a young dog. And LeBron always wanted to try to overshadow it. And again, at the end of the day, there's nothing wrong with Kyrie saying, you know what, I want my own team. I want my own journey. But to even really take it a step further, I, I really just feel like Kyrie Irving's just in a tough situation. Every day the media asking him about Kevin Durant and is he going to the Knicks? Is he not going to the Knicks? I mean, whether or not he signs with the Boston Celtics or not is key, is crucial. Because no matter where Kyrie Irving goes, Kyrie Irving demands the basketball. And again, if you're Kyrie Irving at this point, 
You're going to have to go to a team that you are going to be able to do that freely. You playing right now with the Boston Celtics isn't allowing you to do so. Every time we look around, Kyrie Irving's always hurt. Again, he's all, he's been hurt really going back to Duke, so this isn't anything new. But what I'm saying is, right, if you're Kyrie Irving, you know, all baby 26, he does look at those guys that they're young guys. But there's Al Horford is on that team as well. Marcus Morris is on that team as well. He's a veteran. Again, Brad Stevens has been in the coaching game for a while. Gordon Hayward has been in the league for a while. So you kind of got a mix of young guys and a little splash of older veterans, if you will. So, again, Kyrie Irving, I've, I personally feel like for the past three years, has kind of just really been singling himself on this isolation island, if you will. And, again, we know we've all been at that point. I'm in that stage right now where you're questioning everything. Your thoughts and your feelings aren't necessarily permanent. They're kind of temporary. So, you know, you're kind of just acting off emotion logic not necessarily full 100% logic kind of logic but kind of emotion you know when Kyrie Irving apologizing to LeBron I thought that was huge like I said anytime when anybody can admit to anything you know that they've done and they felt like they've wronged you know the individual I, I think is huge but again for Kyrie Irving you know does this mean y'all gonna reconcile in LA oh no are you okay Mike yeah I had a pretty big fender bender here don't worry State Farm's got you covered <sighs> that's great to hear Robin going on? Uh, are you sure you're okay? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Mm. Uh, We're going to get you a tow truck, Mike. Thank you. Real fender bender going on. Fender bender. Fender bender. Fender bender. Fender bender. Everybody remain calm. No reason to panic. Go with the one that's here to help life go right. State Farm. Former Los Angeles Dodgers and Baltimore yeah. Orioles shortstop Manny Machano has signed a 10-year $300 million contract, which ultimately makes him the highest paid free agent to ever sign a baseball contract and or to sign a contract as a free agent in general. Now, of course, you don't know who Manny Machado is, of course, most notably, like I said, played for the Los Angeles Dodgers, played for the Baltimore Orioles, is now a San Diego Padre. Now, a lot of people had an issue with this. I know Stephen A went on his rant about Manny Machado. He said he's not worth a 10-year contract. But of course, as I look at this situation, the 26-year-old signed a $300 million deal for 10 years is basically the San Diego Padres saying, you know what? You are a star going forward. Because, see, you have to realize the San Diego Padres, the, the city of San Diego just did lose the Chargers to L.A. They're not coming back. So at this point, San Diego needs something. They don't have any professional sports team there. They don't have an NBA team in San Diego. You know, they have college San Diego State, the Aztecs. So ultimately, Manny Machado will be the biggest star in San Diego. Again, a lot of us thought that maybe Bryce Harper was going to get that. But again, you know, nowadays, they're not necessarily paying for stats. You're not necessarily paying, you know, for what you can do on the field. You're more or less paying for, can the guy fill up seats? Is the guy going to sell jerseys? Does the guy have a face? Again, he is of Spanish descent. So he does kind of connect with those in that San Diego area. Again, you know, that heavy, you know, Hispanic population in California will be huge for the San Diego Padres and kind of revitalizing their fan base. Manny Machado has signed the highest paid contract in major league sports with a $300 million contract. I think we will see going forward, a lot of guys sign these big contracts. And again, in baseball, it's fully guaranteed. But we talked about a lot on today's show. Go follow your boy on all our social media at From The Jump. We follow everybody back on there again. Continue to stream us on, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, YouTube, Google Play, Stitcher. Man, we are streaming everywhere as we speak. The streams are going up. We're on Himalaya right now. We're trying to get on iHeartMedia. So definitely keep tapping in with us. Definitely keep showing us love. And we definitely going to keep providing these episodes, man. But it's your boy. We out.